rocking out with the Friday night overtime. You know how we get out on Friday nights, man. The fellas felt some kind of way when I called it Freaky Friday last week. But we're in the <laughs> overtime. We're, we're in the overtime. Rocking out with my man, Tate Boy Fresh. My man, B-Dirt, minus payday. But you know how we do on this show. We talk a lot of football all the way across the board for all of our listeners out there on YouTube. Please make sure you like and hit that like for all people and share and listen to us again, maybe on Apple Podcasts and on uh, Spotify, because we get out on those podcasts as well. And it's the same content, but we're live in person right now on the Overtime Podcast this week. And fellas, we got a lot to talk about as far as the NFL concerned. It was week one. We had a great week one. It was a lot of controversial things, a lot of things that were said, not said. But I got a subject in particular that we need to talk about. Should the NFL move to all stadiums, have all grass fields? We saw some major injuries this week of some major players. And so there's a lot of screaming, a lot of chirping. Stephen A. Smith, uh, Colin Coward had the commissioner on their shows live this week. Talk to him about what needs to happen in order to change the conditions. And I just want to get the homies take on whether or not all NFL films should have natural grass. I'm going to start with you first, Tate Boy Fresh, and see what you got to say concerning grass being played out on the field. I think in theory, that's a good idea if you could do it. I was watching episode of First Take with Stephen A. Smith earlier this week, and Roger Goodell was on there. And Stephen A. Smith asked Goodell that very question. Hmm. And again, he said, in theory, it seems like a good idea, but grass isn't sustainable in all climates. Okay. I mean, if you have grass up in Buffalo, Okay. You know, I mean, snow, rain, whatever else, the field won't hold. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you if you notice, most most of most of the the fields that have turf are either domes or either eastern eastern city teams. Yeah. Facts. You know, and when you get down south to Nashville and Jacksonville and Miami and Carolina, you know, those all those places have grass. Mm-hmm. You go out west outside of the teams. Except for Seattle, most most of those teams have turf. I mean, most of those teams out west have grass, also, unless you have a dome or you're Seattle. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know that there's a fix. I did. Goddell did come up with their meeting with the uh, whatever company does the MLS and the the whatever other soccer league. They have some combination of a turf and grass. Yeah. Facts. You know, that seems they're, they're they're trying to use scientific data. They don't just want to jump out there and say, oh, we need grass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because his, his argument was turf doesn't doesn't always hurt everybody. Uh-huh. And some players like turf because it's it's a faster track. Yeah. And then like I said, with the environment situation, as far as, as far as keeping the uh environment climate situations, keeping up with the fields. So, I mean, I think, like Goodell said, they're meeting with these people. They're using the scientific data and analytics to try and figure out maybe what they should do, if anything. Yeah, got it. So that's where I'm at. I mean, I like grass. If I was playing, I would play on grass. But I understand the reasons why cold weather, climate, East Coast teams can't necessarily have grass. You know what I mean? Yeah, get it. Be dirt, man. I'm going to swing it to you, but I'm going to put a spin on the argument. 
Maybe the coldest place to play in the NFL is Green Bay, Wisconsin. They have grass. They've always had grass. So does it make sense, or is this just one of them things where Godell really doesn't want to do anything because he doesn't want to push the owners one way or another? What is your spin or your take concerning should all NFL stadiums have natural grass? Well, if you rewind the last season, uh, one of my uh, doing them dirty segments was about artificial turf and getting it out. Yeah. yeah. But I know that it's a lot. And, you know, there's a difference between that, uh, the nor'easter off the eastern seaboard coming in versus Buffalo, yeah. the Midwest. I mean, I, you might get pummeled snow, you might be cold, all those kind of things, but it doesn't yeah. trash the, the grass in the field. Um, it's also probably easier for it when it's frozen. Um, yeah. and not fr- freezing, defrosting, freezing, defrosting, which causes that mud and muck. Yeah. Um, if it just stays frozen, you're better off. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of things that, uh, would I like it to see everybody playing on natural grass? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think that will stop the injuries? It'll prevent a few of them, but guess what? If you got 40 year olds running around playing football professionally, they're yes, going sir. to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think and believe me, they're a great take, man. You and Tate. But I think and believe the only reason why this is sort of a hot button or hot topic issue is because of the injury to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, J.K. Domins is, yeah, one thing. The right tackle for the Cleveland Browns is another thing, you know. But Aaron Rodgers, who – and by the way, for all you guys that's watching us out there in the homies overtime, the Monday night NFL game against the Jets and the Bills was the number one Monday night watch game in the history of football. They would never many there have never been that many people tuning in to watch a Monday night football game. And then a superstar of the game, why people watched it, gets hurt on the fourth play. So I think that definitely plays a huge factor into what's going on as far that, as that game. That, that has something to do with turf. I mean, the guy yeah. Leonard Floyd just rolled over the back of his ankle, looked like to me. It's it's because what he did is when his he went to move. Caught. Yeah, his foot got caught by his cleats uh-huh. and when he went to move. You, you you literally, if you slow it up on tape. You can watch his Achilles snap. You can see it. You can see his leg just go like this, just wobble. You know, so everybody knew right off the bat Achilles. That's kind of graphic, man. Hey, it it happens. My daughter tore Achilles. First game of the basketball season or senior year, tore Achilles, went right up the back of her calf. You know, so it's an injury that does happen. B-Dirt, I'm going to use one of your quotes. Football does what football does. But I think a lot of times the issue is, is that who it happens to when we decide to make change. B-Dirt says it way better. Football going football. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. facts. That's, That's what right. B-Dirt says. Football is going to yeah. football. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but I think, like I said, the national attention was on this thing because of what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Right. So we're going we gonna to switch this topic, man. Tay, you got a graphic over there for me, man. And I just want to see, we're going to swing this over to the live chat as well. We got a bunch of commentators that's on, out there in football world and sports world. And I just want to see from the homies, who's their number one guy that they like to follow on sports? You know, we got Colin Coward. We got a bunch of other guys on there, man. You get the graphic up, and we got Skip Bayless, Boo, Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Nick over there on Fox Network, Colin Coward, and Sam Acho. So out of these six Emmanuel, guys. Emmanuel, Sam's his big brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. Emmanuel Sanders. So I so I want to see out of these six guys, who you like, who you got, who's your favorite guy, or do you have somebody that's different? 
Beater, I'm going to start this out with you, man. Who do you got? Who's your guy out of these six? Or do you got another guy who you think is really the man? Now we try, uh, we, 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 we trying to stick to national media, so don't be go pick none of your podcast people, Big G. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, heck no. I, I'll say this. I, I McAfee belongs on there. Yeah. Um, he does. He does. I like him. Uh, but, I mean, Stephen A., man. Wow. What, what, why do you like Stephen A. Smith, Peter? Um, I, I like his takes. He's, he does get, you know, like does a lot of the hot take stuff and goes back and forth with people, but he does it less annoyingly, I guess, uh, than Skip. Um, Coward's the same way. Sometimes I feel like Coward just says stuff to just to, he doesn't mind being wrong. He just says stuff to get people argumentative. Yeah. Um, so, so I feel like the best out of those those evils, I just like Stephen A. I think he's got a lot of insight, and he's uh, entertaining. I like it. I like it. Tay Boy Fresh, man, out of the six, or do you got a sleeper that's hanging over there who you would pick that you really like as far as covering football and who's got the best takes? You're muted, Doc. A lot of people got none of the above. Yeah. Kathy says Mike and Chris. Chris is Mike is Greenberg. Chris is who? I'm not sure. Maybe Chris Fowler. <laughs> Maybe Chris Fowler. Maybe. Tell us what you're talking about, Kathy. Um Rich Eisen. Rich yeah. Eisen. Yeah. Yeah. He's just football, though. I mean, all these guys have shows where they give takes on everything, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean that was the thought. I think, um, I like, I like Acho, man. Yeah, I always like his takes. I like his delivery. It's very intellectual. Yeah, he's a smart, he's a smart young guy. He, I was used to play football. He wrote a wrote a book. Was in Oprah's book club. He's got an Emmy. He's won an Emmy already at a young age. Yeah, he's moving up. He's moving up to. Uh, the sports media ranks, man. Yeah. I mean, Stephen A is at the top. Skip is at the top. See, it, it, to me, he's in a different tier. And out of that tier, I like Dominic Fosworth better. Yeah, I like uh, Dominic. Dominic Fosworth is a guest on a show. Acho has his own show. Well, the difference. He does have his own show, but just not on ESPN. It's on their the radio show. Yeah. Facts. Right, yeah, and podcast. Yeah, facts. He does, but yeah, he's he not – he, he's not big enough to be on this list, I don't think, B Dirt. But I like I like Foxworth too. He's okay. I mean, if we just talking about guys that that come on, is I like I like Swagoo. I like you know, there's a lot of different ESPN guys that I like that are on those some of those different shows and stuff. Like Ryan Clark. Mm. I think I think Ryan Clark's next up. He'll he'll get his own show eventually. It just depends if he want to leave the. Pivot podcast, leave his boys Fred and what's his name? Channing. Channing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I got Acho, man, but no. Sims. No. Sims is another one in the chat that's not bad. But again, football. Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Chris Sims. Yeah, Chris Sims. But yeah. again, you're talking just NFL guy. Just yeah. NFL on there with Mike Florio on. And he does NBC, the football. He's in the studio for Sunday Night Football, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. NBC. Uh, we got uh, Bomani got a shout out there. Bomani I like a lot. 
I like Bomani too. He's like like Acho. He's he's intellectual with his takes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, if I had to roll with somebody, man, I like Pat McAfee. He's not on the list. I like Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was so big that ESPN had to offer him to bring his show that was strictly in podcasting into a live show that's broadcasted every day on ESPN. That's how big well, Pat McAfee is. You know What so. I like about that, G, is he still does it the same way. He's still in the tank top. He still yeah. put his foot up on a desk. And yeah. and they, they, it even says on ESPN like uh, that you're going to see some cursing and blah, blah, blah. And he's the yeah. same dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to pick a clean-cut guy who's not on the list, I like Kurt Herbstreit. Kurt, Kurt Herbstreit is the only guy that's on the, every national show. He's on NBC, he's on ABC, he's on ESPN. He's on them all. He does Sunday night football. He does Thursday night football. Kurt Herbstreit is across the board, probably a top football guy, you know, that does football take Football guy. Yeah. Again. But all those, all those guys do, you know, all those guys do. But all those guys don't uh, – Kurt Herbstreit don't do everything. Yeah, yeah. He does football. Yeah. And I, I like Kurt Herbstreit, but I think you bring him up. That's some of your Ohio State bias too, though. No, no. My, Kurt Herbstreit is a great commentator. Uh, no, nah, he's, he's a great commentator. He understands – I've never seen Herbstreit one time be biased towards Ohio State. Not once. No, I'm Not talking about seen G be biased a number of times. Right, but he, Herbstreit is, is a – he's a bigger Buckeye than me. He played at Ohio State. So, so I, I just think that he's fair in his takes, and he calls it like like a TIA. I'm not, I'm not used to him doing the pro game yet. He does the Thursday night Amazon games. Yeah, I don't yeah. dislike you. I'm just not used to it yet. Yeah, but like I said, Pat Mac to me, Pat McAfee is the guy. To me, he he's not changing for anybody, not at all. And I and I think I think he's the one that's coming. If anybody's coming, Pat McAfee's coming for right. all sports, not just football, but for all sports. All right, fellas, so we done closed the gate on week one. We saw we got some likes. We had some wins. Hey. What's up? No, I'm looking at the comments. Kari, Kari had you, too. What's she say? <laughs> OSU. Of course, Big G, OSU. <laughs> yeah, but but it's that's not biased. Herb Street is, is a commentator. Well, and he's very good. Up. He's the only mm-hmm. commentator that's on every – he's the only guy that's on every network. Period. There's there's somebody else that's on all networks. So happy. NBC, NBC, CBS, ABC. Only one he's not on, I don't think, is Fox. That's it. He's on all the rest of them. So Herbstreit gets it in. So, but anyway, we're we're closing the gate on week one. We're we're swinging as we saw our picks for week one. B-Dirt, you got the rundown of who did what on week one? That's why I'm trying to to finish up here, man. the problem is, is the way it was sent to me on this Google Docs. Ugh. Who so, sent you gee, that? Gee, is this zero and three? No, heck, no. I was I lost with the Bengals. I beat the, I won the Minnesota Vikings game because I took them with the I took the spread. They were minus Denver. five and a half points. They were giving points. Oh, it's minus five. Oh, so I might be. Yeah, that's only three. <laughs> that's only three. I thought I thought I I picked the winner and then I took against the points. That's why I hate points for us, but that's just me. Y'all do that point spread mess. I don't like. I just want to put the guy. But this isn't. Ru- I don't. This isn't right. The Jacksonville game wasn't minus seven. Pay's got it written down as minus seven. It was minus four. He actually yeah. covered that bet. I bet that game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he so. was one, two. I think. Let me. Let me. Let me I, I one more here, and I'll know him for sure. 
Yep. I just got to look up. What was the commander's score? Uh, they won four. by four. Yeah. So they did not cover. So he was he was not 0-4. He was 1-3. and Yeah. So, yep. so, yeah, we have G0-3, Pay 1-3, Tate and Brandon 3-1, and one, respectively. Yeah. Fact. You might you might need a new pay dirt partner. <laughs> All that thing got, take dirt. We got we got a wall this week. That's, That's right. I was almost a wall last week. I ain't gonna give him too. He's getting paid. Yeah, and for all our people that's rocking with us in the live chat, Big G don't. I don't like point spreads. I just want to pick the game, but I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna play by the homie rules and we'll do what we do. Hey, so before you we pick, get to the, you picked the Vikings and they lost. Yeah, yeah, but I just like the regular. I just like to pick them. He doesn't understand that minus five points means you're giving away five points. I don't want to give away nothing. Let's just call it leave. You, you got. Like. You need pluses. Well, but there, there, there's always dogs in favor. So when you're picking them, it's kind of got to go off that. It'd be easy just just to pick somebody over the Texans, but no, you have to pick Baltimore by nine and a half over the Texans. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, so, but before we get to that, man, we're going to take a quick commercial break, pause for 10. You're rocking out with the homies, Overtime Podcast on Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, and we'll be back after we take this quick commercial break. Thanks, everybody, for coming back with all those sticking with us on YouTube. You saw the flyer. You saw what's going on with the Homies Podcast. We come together like Voltron. And thanks for everybody out there listening to the Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, Homies Overtime Podcast. Sitting there with my boy B-Dirt and Tate Boy Fresh minus payday. But we got a little talk about football. And we got some games to discuss. So, B-Dirt, I'm going to swing it to you, man. Who you got with the rundown this week with the games, man? Before I get into that, you, you, you've got to address your nemesis over here in the chat, Claude Bishop. What did he say? He said, Big G burner, the Giants will beat the Cowboys. Sure did. LOL. So if, <laughs> if you ever going to get a bias sign out of me, Claude Bishop, there is the bias sign. I'm always going to pick against the Dallas Cowboys. So, yes, sir. I acknowledge great. it, admit it, and good. receive it. The Dallas Cowboys. I have you, all the bad things in the world happening. You against them this week. You better not. I might. I might. If it, if it swing to me and I get that game, I might. I might. All we'll right. see. So we're going to go same way we did last week. Let's start in the left corner and go around just how mybookie.ag has them laid out. Mm-hmm. That's where we all go from Fans First Sport Network, the official gaming of Fans First Sport Network. Uh, just figured out that they all have, also have casino games in there. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, big G we'll start with you. Ravens are getting three points at the Bengals over under 46 and a half, man. I'm going to go so fast. Bengals. uh, Give me the Ravens going to lose. And I don't want the Ravens with the points. The Bengals is going to blow them out. So the Bengals got to win by three. The Bengals going to win by 10 or 17 or whatever. The Bengals going to win. So I'm not, no, no, not with the points. No, I want, I want the other game. I want the Bengals. So I'm going against the Ravens. Man, oh man, oh man. I do not like this game. I got the Chiefs at the Jags. I think this is a game of the week. Chiefs are giving the Jags three and a half points in Jacksonville over under mm. 51. Give me these over under 50s. We got like 
eight games this week under 40 overs. I can't, I don't do that. Um, I'll tell you what, just because of the hook, I can't take that three and a half. I'm only, I'm going to take the Jags. I think the Jags keep it close. I think it's a field goal game one way or the other. I'm going to take the extra half point. I'm going to take the Jags. Can y'all imagine if the Kansas City Chiefs start on with two? <laughs> wow. Wow. So if yeah, they I pull one off, I think it's going to be within three points. That's what I, that's just yeah. where I'm at with it, man. Yes, sir. All right. Gotcha. Here's an interesting game. Uh, Tate, well, I probably know how you're going to swing on this one, but you never know. Seahawks are getting five points at Detroit versus everybody over under 47. That's a tough one, man. Seahawks getting five and a half. Five, five points. Well, I think I, I think the Lions gonna win, but I think it's closer than that, man. I think I think Seattle keeps it within within four, three, four points. So give me Seattle to cover. I like that pick. The difference between four and five is gigantic. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so G, this one was actually locked on mybookie.ag. I'm not real sure why, so I did go off script here a little bit. I went over to Rivers Casino, local okay. here in Pittsburgh. I may okay. or may not have been there earlier this week. Um, <laughs> and got the Colts plus one at the Texans, over under 39 and a half. Colts are getting a point at the Texans. The Colts are get, so. They think the Colts will win twenty-one to twenty. No, no opposite. They think the the, the Texans, the Texans will win twenty-one to twenty. Yeah, I think the Texans beat them by more than one. So which way would I swing that? Because like then I said, take I think the Texans. Yeah, I take give the Texans. away a point. Yep, yes, sir. That's that's my pick. I I just think the CJ Stroud CJ Stroud out of the scoring position for four times. They was in the red zone four times. They kicked field goals. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're they're not they're not as trash as what people think. Get a couple bias, of those call bias, call bias, Ohio State. You pick him up in fancy football. Tate, Every race in the world to pick C.J. Stroud in the Texans. Go ahead. The only reason I had to pick him up is because my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, got hurt and he's out for the season. But I didn't pick him up. I picked up Brock Purdy, and I got him as insurance. That's the only reason why. And it's hard are to you, be biased. Who are, are you playing this week? Emmett. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's hard to be biased when you got Buckeyes everywhere. So it's hard not to talk NFL football without having a Buckeye. They're everywhere. So be dirt. Just... Next game, man. Next game, it's on me. Bears plus two and a half at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Over under 41. Uh man, I got real bad taste in my mouth from what the Bears did to me last last week. I, yeah. I now I feel bad for pay. Yeah. This is a this is a this is a tough call for me. Uh, I'm going to take the Bears. I think he's got to get that right at some point in time. I'm going to take the Bears plus two and a half. Oh. Uh, I, I'm not excited about it, G. Well, I like uh, that. I, I picked. I would pick the Bears and win straight up, so I like that plus two and a half. Uh, Tate, you got the Raiders at the Bills. Raiders are plus eight and a half points over under 47. Man, I deal with a Raider fan every day. This joker always talking, man. He he might he might come on the show and be a guest next week when we play the Raiders. Uh-huh. But he always talking, man. And he he we typically bet every week 
50-50 on the Steelers, whoever they play. He backed out this week, though. All that Raider talking, I seen him Monday. He had all his Raider gear and everything and all this. So today he, today he has to bet, but he wanted the nine and a half point spread. Well, you get eight and a half on my bookie. Yeah, it dropped. It dropped. It did drop. I saw that. But it was nine and a half earned a week. And I said, I'll take it. You give me the points the Steelers getting. He didn't want to do it. But all that to say, I like Buffalo to cover. They're going to smash the Raiders. Josh Allen goes for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and 50 rushing yards. I agree. As long as he doesn't go for three turnovers again, we'll be all right. huh? Right. Agreed. All right, G, you got a you got a, the uh the Chargers minus three at the Titans over under 45. So the Titans are getting three points. Chargers covering the score. The final score is over 45. I like the final score 35-17. So I think nice. I think the I think the LA Chargers win. I think they win big. Now you Eckler know. is uh uh doubtful. Yeah, correct. That is correct. Um, but I like them throwing the ball against the Titans anyway. I think they're, I gotta... they're plays in this train. I got a coaching mismatch on both y'all. Vrabel over whoever that guy is that coached the Chargers. Titans going to get it done, but that's not my pick. Who's playing quarterback for Tennessee? Tannehill. Trash. Keep it pushing. (laughs) Next game, man. All right. Uh, Let's see. I got the Packers plus one and a half at the Falcons. The Falcons are a favorite over the Packers from what I saw last week. Man, who do I feel like is for real? But John Robinson is for real, B-Dirt. He is. I know that. I know Bajan is for real. But is George Love's fool's goal? That's the question. The question is, is he fool's goal? It is a question. Man, he looked really good, though, didn't he? Man, he was killing he's, he's a professional. He's been... Sitting, waiting this I time. Think I, I think I'm going to take the Packers plus one and a half at the Falcons. I don't quite believe in the Falcons yet. I yeah. would too, man, because I don't think the Falcons know how to use any of their weapons. That's yeah. a tough call yeah. for me. Desmond Ritter me. had more receptions than Drake London last week. <laughs> Desmond Ritter is full trash. Dumpster he fire. had more receptions than Drake London last week. Yeah, he's trash. <laughs> he's trash. He's the quarterback. He's Kyle Pitts uh, had two catches. Come on, man. What are they doing with all that talent? No quarterback. All right, Tate. Speaking of talent, 49ers minus seven at the Rams over under 45 and a half. Ooh. I, I want you to know when I picked the Rams last week, everybody said, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying this week because the Niners are going to win by more than seven. Rams come back down to earth. Give me the 49ers 31 to 20. Stafford's back. Looks good. Dan Jefferson. No, that rookie wide receiver, whoever that was, he killed. Yeah, Yeah. something you got to kill when you got no boss to throw to. Yeah, he was out there killing them. Um, Yeah, the kid for BYU, right? Yeah, yeah, killing them. All right, G, you got your beloved Giants giving Never. four points to the Cardinals in Arizona. Hey, man, before I pick the game, I just want to point out that we said all along, 
<laughs> Daniel Jones is a scrub, man. He's a scrub, hey. and it showed. He's a scrub. They tried to he call him Dan Danny Dollars, and it just won't stick. He's Danny man, Dimes. Man, we've been saying it forever that he's he's Danny Scrub. It's, he might be he, he might be Danny Nichols right now, or Danny Dunn, whatever you want to call it. He's a scrub, man. But they play the Cardinals this week. So who's even worse condition than the Giants is the Cardinals. So I got to take the jar the Giants with the points. I don't want to, but because it's the just the lesser of two evils. But give me the Giants with the points, man. But Daniel Jones is a scrub. Oh, uh, I really don't like how many uh, away teams we're taking. But I've got um, the Commanders, the Commies, as I affectionately call them, getting three and a half points at the Broncos over under thirty nine. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think Sam Howe looks good. I got they got a couple of running backs. Uh, your boy uh, Chase Young coming back this week. Yeah, facts. I, give me the Commanders. Oh, I keep taking away teams. I don't like it. All nice right, Tate. Tate, you got the Jets plus nine at the Cowboys over under thirty eight and a half. I'm getting all the game with the big spreads, man. You are. <laughs> But hey, just remember this sign before you make your pick. Yeah, Zach Wilson more trash than Dak. Give me, give me the Cowboys plus the nine and a half. Minus oh. nine. Ooh. Cowboys yeah, are minus, minus nine. nine. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Dangle, um, dangle gee, you got the Miami Dolphins giving the home team New England Patriots three points over under forty six and a half. This, I think, is going to be the hardest game to pick because of the weather conditions. The hurricane looks like it's going up north, and we don't know when it's going to hit that area or where it's going to hit. So, I mean, if, if it's beautiful weather and the Miami Dolphins playing beautiful weather, New England's got nothing for Tyreek Hill. They'll score 40. But if it's a monsoon, man, I'm going with the Patriots, man. I'm going with the Patriots. You're taking the Patriots. Yeah, give me the Patriots, man. What 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 are the Patriots getting? Three points. Yeah, okay. give me the Patriots. Give me the Pats. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I have the Saints minus three at the Panthers over under thirty nine and a half. Mm. I'm not a believer. I'm taking the Saints and giving up the points. I keep taking away teams giving away points. This is absurd. Man, the Saints it's a Monday night out. game. That's a trap. That is an absolute trap. The Saints might start out four and zero, man. The Saints is a good team. The, a and they play. They listen, and they're they have an easy, easy schedule. I've been high on them since the beginning of the season. Yeah, facts. That is facts, bro. Tate, you got your beloved Steelers hosting the Browns and getting two and a half points over under thirty eight and a half. Tell me why you take the Steelers. <laughs> I'm taking the Steelers, man, because we're not gonna have two performances in the row like the performance we had last week. Facts. So to be a to be a home dog getting two and a half points, even if this, I mean, if the, even the Steelers lose by a point, they they win that. So I'm I got the Steelers winning on the money line. So I got the Steelers head up. The uh, I think we go slightly over thirty eight. That's a little more than than twenty one seventeen. I think we're looking at twenty four twenty game. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm just glad you picked the Steelers, Tate. Listen, it makes me Steelers. feel better now. We're, we've got seven 
home teams, eight away teams. We got back towards 500 on that. We've got a good mix of people getting points and giving points. It just seemed like I just kept getting taken away dogs. Yeah, I got they're away favorites. I mean, I got Dallas. I got who else had a big cover? The Buffalo. And there was one more I had that was like a seven point cover. You had Buffalo, Cowboys, um, and Seahawks. Five. That was four and a half. That was five and a half. Five, five, five flat. And I took I took the Seahawks minus, I mean plus five and a half. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought I had somebody there that was a seven point spread too, but that's fine. Be dirt, man. But the issue is this, man. I liked every pick that you made. You know, to be honest, I liked every pick. I don't know if we a payday would have been on here, man, if we had had some <laughs> there would have been some some shade tree stuff going down, man, as far as some of the picks, man. But I like the picks beat dirt, man, without a shadow of a doubt. All right, fellas, we come to the about the end of the show. We're gonna wrap it up with some foot little football talk. I'm gonna swing it to everybody. B dirt. Anything you want to talk about football centric, college or pro, before we get off the show this evening. Uh you know, I know everybody's probably running into running into the ground nationally. Um but damn. Prime got some hype, huh? Man, does he ever? Prime got some hype. Uh yeah, I'm I'm here for it. It's a lot of fun. Um so I I'm happy for the kids out in Colorado doing their thing. I, I still don't think they're quite there to do make some noise nationally, but uh but man, it's a lot of fun. College football is a lot of fun to watch. Hey man, was this was the Colorado State coach the dumbest coach in America by telling them that you need to go to the press box and pop your glasses off and your hat off? What kind of trash is that? But, you know it, it, what he said was he made a comment and said that um you know when I when I went to say hi I because I took my glasses and my hat off. And if he just left it at that, that's that's one thing. But when he stopped and said, that's the way I was raised, then you're making it more personal about how – what now you're saying something about how Dion was raised by his mom? Is that yeah. what is that what you're, like, foreshadowing to? Like, come on, man. That's yeah. – that's don't do that. Right. He doesn't need bullets and board material without a shadow of a doubt. He doesn't need it. No. You know? Because he's got a bunch of hymns and a bunch of dogs over there. For sure, for sure. Oh, let me answer Sherry's got a question here. Can Michigan play a real team, please? No. Answer Sherry. We will not be doing that um, this year until we get into Big Ten schedule. Next year we play Texas uh, pre-Big Ten schedule. Ooh, that's going to be a bar burner. Well, it depends on who's Texas got playing quarterback at that time, too. So well, It's going to be either yours or Arch Manning. They'd be all right. Nah, they got a kid named Malik Monk. That's the truth. But but that's 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 Malik that's a Monk plays basketball. I'm sure you messed the name up. No, his name is Malik Monk. He's a redshirt freshman from DeSoto, Texas. He's six foot four, two hundred thirty five pounds. Was a four four forty yard dash and a cannon for an arm. He just no can't Arch- get on the field because of the play of Quinn Ewers. Arch Manning gonna transfer then. Pro- hey, I, I I know a place where we'll woke him with open arms, <laughs> but I'll leave that? that alone. Where is that? Know. I'll leave it alone. Hey, I, I, alone. I, I would take the kid from Alabama, Mil- Milrow. Heck no. I like him, man. Trash. 
But let's, let's he just he just needs an offense and a a quarterback guru like Ryan Day, somebody that can develop him a little more. He's a great talent. Huh? I don't know. Tay Boy Fresh, anything you got left on football this week, college or pro? Man, Dion them gonna pound them boys. But I'm one of the ones of the belief that we're gonna pump the brakes starting next week with Oregon and Bo Nix. Mm. And then Caleb Williams, Dion them gonna come back down or losing the teams they should lose. I didn't think they'd be three and oh. Thought they might be great, be two and one after tomorrow. Who'd you have losing to? You pumped the brakes TCU. on Wednesdays, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. TCU that first game, who had them losing to. Okay. But no, I mean, I, I like I like the story, and and you and I, you and you and the homie little 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 Tim little Tim Tim, yeah, got that bet coming over next week. Yep, yep. Um, OSU Notre Dame. Y'all y'all betting corner time. He told me earlier in the live chat I was scared. I said, man, I bet money. <laughs> uh, I just bet pride, bro. I bet pride. Yeah, I get it. I mean, everybody yeah. do what they do. Yeah, um, sure. you don't see B Dirt running out there talking about betting no corner time. <laughs> B Dirt ain't had nobody to bet no corner time. Well, yeah, he knows uh, nobody B until Dirt, they Wisconsin. B Dirt bet bread. He be on his phone every day with his bookie.com. <laughs> but B Dirt, if B Dirt wanted to bet me something, I bet money. B Dirt would take a bet between me and him for Ohio State, Michigan for corner time right now. I bet money he'd do it just for the simple fact that I'm a diehard old state fan and he would put me in the corner if they lost. Hey, B. Dirt. B. Dirt, is that facts? That's facts. Yeah. See, see, see take that knowing. I know. Come on, man. Hey, because I will tell you this. I do, I've done some cute stuff with Ma before, you know, wearing the TCU purple and blah, blah, blah. I wore a Cowboys hat when they beat the Bengals. Ain't no hey, way man. I ain't wearing an Ohio State hat. So I ain't making that bet. I'll make quarter time bet, but I ain't wearing Ohio State garb. Hey, I've never seen anybody pay corner time yet for one. I have. Two. I watched G do it once. Yeah, I did okay. it once. I haven't seen it. For two, Tim Lyons. Notre Dame struggled against NC State. So I really – I was scouting. I was watching my cousin, but I was scouting. And I feel like – I feel like Notre Dame – I feel like tomorrow you're gonna see the real Ohio State finally show up. Mm. So I think uh Notre Dame is in trouble. Who Notre Dame got this week? A scrub. I let me look. I'm looking right now. A straight scrub. Do they yeah, Alabama switch quarterbacks? They play Central Michigan Tate. They play Central Michigan. A good warm-up. Yeah, so all right, it's, no, it's, well that's that's about all I got. I mean, I thought Texas looked real good last week, last Saturday against Alabama. Yeah. They deserve to be – they go up to number four? Yes. Or, number four in AP. Florida State is three. Yeah. Facts. And Florida State and Texas are going to be the playoffs. Only one SEC team is getting in and only one Big Ten team is getting in. So, you better win out if you're in the Big Ten. Ohio State better beat Penn State. And if they do that, because I'm not worried about Notre Dame. They, when they go to Michigan in November, they better win that one. And vice same thing for Michigan. Do Michigan play Penn State this year? Yes, sir. At Penn State. At Penn State. Okay, so yeah. So, because 
right now in the SEC, the fast track is probably Georgia, obviously. But Tennessee still can upset them. Tennessee still got a, a chance because they're still undefeated. Alabama the, has lost. LSU has lost. The sneakiest team in the SEC is Ole Miss. They're the sneakiest team. I wouldn't want to play them. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is actually very good. Very sneaky. Okay. You know more than me, but I see it coming. Is Ole Miss better in Tennessee? Well, they Ole Miss plays in the West. Tennessee plays in the East. I said, are they better? I would say, yeah, at this stage of the game, yeah. Tennessee hasn't developed receivers like how they had last year with Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman. They, they got some little guy named Squirrel, wide receiver. He's about six foot tall, 176 pounds. He's real fast, but they don't have Hold on, him. hold on. Big G, get that bias sign out. Claude Bishop, boom, what hit him with it. What do you say? Hit him with it. Penn, State Penn is State's going to beat both OSU and Michigan. No, no, I got I got something better for Claude. Kick rocks, Claude. <laughs> Claude, <laughs> Claude, rocks. Claude, 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 come in. I love Claude, man. That's my guy. He always here. But you can tell that he's uh, certainly a homer. Yeah. And yeah. Big B Dirt was right saying get the bias sign out. Yeah. Claude, yeah. I mean, Penn State got a good team this year, though. They do. They do. They look They look better than they have for the past it's several scary. years. They're going to beat both Michigan sure. and Ohio State, and they lose every year to both Michigan and Ohio State. It says a lot. Makes makes me think they're not going to beat both of them, if they, even if they beat one of them. Facts. Facts. So, so I got just a little one little thing before we close it out, man, about football, man. And Tate, I'm glad you brought up the SEC. And, I, and don't hear me out on this. Don't say I'm being biased and all whatever else. I think that because the game, the slate of games this week in college football is not that impressive. But week four college football is going to be probably the best week in college football in five years about the games that are scheduled. See, man, but, every, everything you say is hyperbolic, though. I'm not. I know Ohio State played Notre Dame, Colorado played o- Oregon. Who else played? Uh-huh. Clemson, Florida State. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Texas and plays a real good team. Penn State plays a real good team. It's it's, it's a lot of good games going okay. on. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be very very good. Couple another another big matchup in SEC. However, however, Week Four is going to be great. This week is sort of suspect. All eyes are on Prime out there in Colorado. Michigan but plays I- Rutgers. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna destroy on week four. They're gonna destroy Rutgers. They, they won by hey and, and Peter, I'm gonna give you flowers on this too. JJ McCarthy might be for real. Like I'm talking about next level for real. NFL first round draft pick for real. I told you that. He might be. He leveled up. And I gotta give him a lot of credit. That that kid went from here to here. Even though he's not playing against great talent, he leveled up. I went back and watched the all 22 film on him. He he looks ridiculous. He looks man. ridiculous, man. So he he's 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 balling. Got to give him his flowers. But I'm gonna say this about because like my thing is on college football. Don't be shocked if South Carolina gives Georgia a run for their money, and the game's close, very close in the fourth quarter. If Spencer Rattler shows up and plays, don't be shocked if South Carolina beats Georgia. Don't be shocked. I'm telling you right now. Georgia does not have the defense they had last year. They don't have the offense that they had last year. They got a couple good players, but they're not the same team. And it's a sneaky game because everybody's saying Georgia's going to run the table. So I like it. I like that game this week to be my shocker. If there's one, South Carolina gives Georgia a run for their money. All right, fellas, we're to the end of the show. Take boy fresh. What you got to say before we close out, bro? 
Hey man, the same thing you already said on the the homies homies regular man. Check us out everywhere. You got B Dirt and Pay on the on the Bear Claw and is running through the jungle and Pay Dirt. Check check out all those channels. You got us on the Steel Curtain Network, Big G, me and you with with the uh, Pump Your Brakes podcast. Yes, sir. Homies podcast on Friday. Obviously, we here now and the homies overtime. Actually. We're working overtime right now. Yeah. Check us out on Sunday with the, the know-it-alls. It says 6.30. It's actually about 6.05, 6.10 because Mod always running late. <laughs> Check Big G out on the uh, Fans First College football channel, the Level Up podcast with his boy Andy Andy B. Andy P. Andy, Andy P. P. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, of course we we going into basketball too. Check me and Big G with the little homie Rally and Sweet T out on that's rather Cavalier podcast. We have a lot of fun. We took Rally to school. Rally Rally's a young, younger, younger, younger guy. He knows a lot of basketball, but sometimes we use old references that go over his head, and we got to break it down to him. Take tell the truth. We took Rally to the dojo. <laughs> you guys go listen to the show. On the, that's yeah, if the you, if you, podcast. We took it if to the you read if you read the description of the latest podcast, it say Big G and Big G and Tate had to take Relly to basketball one hundred and one. Yeah. Straight dojo, <laughs> straight dojo, straight dojo. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So those though all those shows between all of us and fans first sports network, everything they're doing right now is growing. Keep sticking with us, whatever team you like, just. Search search audio podcast FFSN and that team and see what you get. I'm sure you'll get something. Facts, facts. All right, fellas, thank you guys for all listening once again on the Fans First Sports Network, Steel Curtain Network, Homies Overtime Podcast. As for me, Tay Boy Fresh, Beater, and our boy Payday, we're out and we'll check you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>